Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you put aside any doubts to the realness of spiritual prisons. As always, what these prisons look like and their dynamics will be the topic with the end goal to help anyone escape using the insight that will be brought to you here. Michi J will be your host, and she's the author of the book A Prisoner's Pardon, which this podcast is an outgrowth of. Please be advised this show will be only giving an account of personal experiences and testimonies. Each individual is different and in no way advising how to specifically address a particular person's situation. We ask that you always seek the advice of a pastor and or other authority for assistance. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Welcome everyone to today's show. This is Michi J with A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast. Today, again, we will be um, just talking about the book I'm writing it's called a prisoner's pardon and this is a good time again to talk about the book and to let you all know all my listeners know what this book is about and how relevant it is um, in particular I want to bring up the recent incident that just happened in Chicago Chicago is not too far from where I am right now I'm actually I uh, I'm actually raised there. I was raised there and um, with uh, my family of seven. And uh, my mom still lives there, my brothers, my sister, my kids now, too. So it's really uh, a place that I am really familiar with and just what everything that's going on there. I don't know if you heard about the recent shooting with um, Chicago cop. It was um, a lady cop and her um, partner both got shot in the head. She didn't survive and my prayers just goes out to her and her family. I'm sorry, not to her and because right now she is on the other side and oh, I'm, I'm praying that she was saved because that's the first thing I think of when someone um, no longer is here is whether they knew Christ or not because that's the most important question and um, my understanding that she has such a young child only two months old um, while in my heart just goes out to that family in my prayers um, for them and what happened was they got um, she got shot during a routine traffic stop and the it was two young men, I believe, and another young lady in the car. The two young men were brothers, and they actually shot and killed um, the cop. Um, and her, um, they didn't kill the partner, but he was shot in the head, and he's still in the hospital now. And he's steadily making progress. So <clears throat> my point is, um, and also I just want to, my prayers is out to the mom of the shooters too because she was online and she was saying how um, they're scared of the CPD there and she said that there's another part to the story there's always another part to the story and um, but I just do want to say that um, there's no no justification for the shooting because you, we are looking at it how God would look at it, and I'm, I'm just saying that that's we still will have to pay for 
what we've done. I've had to pay for things I've done, you know, even though it was provoked or, or, or not. I'm not saying that that particular situation was or not, but it is uh, a consequence. And my prayers goes, prayer go out to her too because she has lost two, two sons now as well um, because they're facing some really, really um, strong charges there where they may be just gone for the rest of their life. And again, I just look at each side and try to, and also just pray for both sides because no one wins in this situation. So my, my prayer is that the black people, my sisters and brothers like wake up to this um, very serious problem of black on black crime and I'm not looking at the, anything else, just this. This needs to be addressed and needs to be where people go out and riot in the streets and actually talk about this and, and bring this serious issue to the front. We have to take care of this problem ourselves because nobody else is. So I have a grandson there, he's 17, and I, Pray for him every day to be covered and all you saints out there and, and just pray for these young people who are out there in Chicago who are in harm's way. I just heard that it was just another cop incident. I haven't seen it on the news yet, but I will definitely be looking at it. But I just wanted to say that my book is addressing things like this. It's called The Prisoner's Pardon because my brother is now in prison. He's been going in and out since we were young. We grew up in Chicago in the inner city in an area called K-Town, which um, it's called K-Town because a lot of the streets there began with the letter K, and we grew up on 16th and Keeler. And my older brothers were in and out of, um, well, not in and out of prison. They've been, just one, been in, and he, he just never went back. But my twin brother, he he's just, he still was in that cycle. So it's always been a burden of mine to, to figure out what was the problem. And and I've been seeing it that it's, it's mostly because there's no fathers in the home. And we have seen the effects of that. We saw, we've seen high school dropouts, teenage pregnancy, um, crime you know all everything that can go on when you don't have a father in the home and it actually started when um lyndon johnson in 60 i believe it was 1965 he did this war on poverty where all these welfare programs were put in place um and if you understand what happened there they were actually incentivizing where fathers wouldn't be in the home and now we have all this chaos because mothers cannot discipline their boys. Just like what you just seen with this, uh, she looks pretty young of the two uh, young men that just shot the cop in Chicago. It's just classic, a classic case of not disciplining and holding your children accountable at an early age. This just didn't happen. This, this just didn't happen overnight. This was something in the works going on way, way back. And this is what you get, an explosion where it is no 
um, repercussions where this, these young men can come back out and live um, a productive life, at least not right now, but they still have a chance because, you know, if they get have a relationship with Christ because there is a debt to pay there because we always talk about a debt to society, but not a debt to our God because he is the number one um, entity, a person that you owe, you are in debt to, and we all are in debt to because every day we wake up and we have sunshine. Well, not always sunshine, but we are able to breathe and, and carry on and just do um, the, the, the We don't think about breathing and how that happens and he's given us all of that and we are truly blessed I should say and again the book just talks about how I grew up and what I've seen where there's um, programs like Planned Parenthood to come in and take your parental rights away I had my parental rights taken away where I wasn't able to tell my daughter what to do um, she was given rights as an adult and again there's no discipline and these kids this is the result what we have what's going on here so the book talks about things that went on in my life things that I've seen in Chicago as I was growing up in the church as well because the church is has some fault in this and not addressing these issues right there because um, the black family was in church but we had leaders there that wasn't addressing this we also had political leaders not addressing this so we we had all the institutions the government the home and the church all was dysfunctional and this is the result what we have and I talk about this in the book and how it looked in my own family so i highly hope that you are want to see the truth of what's going on and how there is hope in only one place and that's in the word of god and that's in a prisoner's pardon which i lay out the case for it for our young men for our families it's actually for our future to save our country, our homes, our neighborhoods. So it's not something just some thing I'm just doing. This is for my family. This is to save my family too and everybody's families, our neighborhoods. This is not something we can just overlook. I'm tired of this. I hope you're tired of this. So pray with me. Pray um, that you know, God give me the unction to, you know, finish these revisions the way it should be done so it can come out and do the work that he would have me to do for him and to give him the glory. And I thank you so much for listening. Please sign up if you want a copy of this book um, that's coming out. Again, it's called A Prisoner's Parting. And it's addressing issues just like this, what we just seen. Um, it's a book that's saying, I, I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of this stuff and people and our people not addressing this issue. Thank you so much for listening and you have a great day.
Thank you for listening to a Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with Mishi J. We pray that you've been blessed by today's episode. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't wait. Subscribe now so you'll be automatically notified when a new show is aired. Because it very well may have been the show that gives you the answers you've been searching for. Now, if you suspect you're in a spiritual prison, Mishi J has provided a questionnaire on how to tell if you're in one. Free of charge, she's providing this to our listeners. Just go to the episode show notes and download this valuable resource. Now, until our next inspiring show, God bless.